Violent collision kills two people outside Tampa International Airport. An alleged road rage attack rips three families apart. Tonight, we're learning about the boys who were killed. Prosecutors are going to pursue charges against people who are texting while driving. That's right, this DUI and murder suspect could get life in prison if convicted. You don't think it can happen to you. It can happen to you within seconds, a blink of an eye. When you take your eyes off the road for just seconds, when you're driving your car, oh, yes, it can happen to you. See, it's not a matter of if, it's a matter of when. When the sands of time will run out within your hourglass. He was a victim of a distracted driver hitting the road while riding his motorcycle going 65 miles per hour. He nearly lost his life. Now on a crusade to help save lives and prevent someone else from becoming a victim, the creator of DistractedDriversBusted.com and now the host of this podcast is Howard Drescher. All right. Good morning to you. Good evening to you or good afternoon. Depending on when you are listening to this podcast show, I'm your host, Howard Drescher, the creator of DistractedDriversBusted.com, and of course, now this podcast show. You can follow me on Twitter at DistractedDBTV, at DistractedDBTV, and of course, on Facebook, it's DistractedDB, and you can get the shows on iTunes, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Google Podcasts, and Amazon. Just type in the keyword DistractedDB. Uh, I, I've been doing this for eight years, and quite honestly, I am being amazed by the reaction from different countries, different states about my podcast show, and I appreciate, I just appreciate everyone who is sending me messages telling me to keep going. The word is slowly getting out there. The word, the information is slowly, slowly getting out there. Uh, probably the only comment that they've talked about that maybe if I can come up with a couple more guests, uh, they have always liked when I've done the CHP officers out here in California, the LAPDs, uh, maybe an attorney or two. Uh, I have a couple of victims uh, their families uh, in the past. Uh, they definitely like to feel good stories. So I'm going to try to sprinkle in some of that as well. And uh, hopefully, you know, I mean, I, I, I'm hoping that my content is getting through to people. Uh, some people say, keep it going, keep it going, because of the fact that eventually the right person just might hear the podcast show. And if they do, hey, congratulations. Maybe if you pay attention and you decide as you're driving down the road, hey, I heard I shouldn't be utilizing my phone. I shouldn't be texting and driving. I shouldn't be putting up makeup on. I shouldn't be eating and drinking in the car. Um, yeah, I'm not going to do it. And maybe, just maybe, just maybe, that's the life that I save. And if that's the case, thank you. Thank you. I'll never know whether it is or whether it is not true. I can save somebody's life or not. I would like to hope I think I can. I'm hoping that I have in the past. And I'm hoping that I can make a change in somebody's life for the better. That's the only thing that I can hope on. And look, 
I don't get any money for doing these shows. I don't want any money for doing these shows. I just want it to be out there and let people know how dangerous it is. Uh, whether you're driving a car, driving a motorcycle, you're a pedestrian in a crosswalk, just how dangerous it is. And that's my goal. I know I had that motorcycle crash in 2010, 2011 that nearly took my life. You hear it in the opening, Gina, Gina does a fantastic job with my opening. She did a fantastic job and I appreciate everything that she's done for me. But honestly, to tell you the truth, it's if I can get one person to put their phone down and not be a victim or not be a perpetrator by hitting somebody and just running off, then I think when I die, I think I hope I can go to heaven. And, and God says to me, Howard, you did exactly what I needed you to do in life. And if that's the case, I guess I'll, I'll be happy then. Until then, I'm going to put, put up the fight. I'm going to keep the good fight going. And yes, I will try to reach out to more guests. Uh, I know that I've, I've blown it a couple of times with a couple of guests. Um, I wasn't able to get them. Our timing wasn't matching. But hopefully in the future, uh, I can do that. I'll start reaching out. Uh, more toward the summertime, it's probably easier to get. But in the meantime, it is now time for... And now it's time for the top story from the previous show. Time for the top story from the previous show, and it comes from Fox 5 News down there in San Diego. And I appreciate everybody picking this story because it is kind of close to where I'm at. I'm in Temecula. I know that's a little far maybe 35, 40 minutes away from uh, San Diego. But I've been down at the gas lamp area. I've been down to some of those restaurants. I have an idea about where this took place. And again, this story here is the top story from the previous week, and it comes from Fox 5 News down in San Diego. A driver plowed into an outdoor dining space in the gas lamp quarter early today. And police say he was not the only driving the wrong way, but he was also driving drunk. And the restaurant owner says it could have been much worse. Fox 5's Jason Slaw starts us off live in the gas lamp with that close call and a look at the damage this afternoon. Jason. Well, hey there. It happened around 2 o'clock this morning right across the street. You could see some of the damage. Fortunately, at the time, the restaurant was closed. No one was hurt. But as you'll see, one pedestrian was very lucky. A close call in the gas lamp quarter early Monday morning. This surveillance video showing a car wiping out a dining patio and barely missing a pedestrian outside the Opera Cafe restaurant on 4th Avenue. The patio's lit up at night. It's bright. It's very well lit. And he just kept on driving. The impact sent glass and debris flying all over the place. Owners spent the day cleaning up the mess. This would have happened during the day or early afternoon or early evening, you know. It could have been a tragedy. It could have been 20 people that could have been very severely injured, and I'm just grateful that that didn't happen. 
take another look at the crash. The driver who was arrested for DUI was also going the wrong way as he crashed just a few feet away from a man on the sidewalk. He didn't see the car coming up the street and you don't expect the car coming the wrong way. So, but owners say wrong way driving is a big problem on Fourth Avenue. You've already seen today. Three yeah, today three, but every day it's a minimum four, five, six people every day. Even during the daytime, there's just going up on the street. Well, people are going 20, 25 miles an hour, and you know, it's. I'm surprised that there hasn't been more severe accidents in the past. So the Opera Cafe isn't closed. They just opened up, but the patio is out of commission. And owners say that this couldn't come at a worse time. We'll have more about that coming up next hour. Live in the Gas Lamp, Jason Sloss, Fox 5 News. That was the top story from the previous show. All right, that's the top story from the previous show. The top story comes from Fox 5 News down there in San Diego, and I appreciate them for allowing me to use the sound again. And I'm hoping that the gas lamp is a little bit more organized now. Uh, hopefully that debris and hopefully that the um, perpetrator uh, understands what happened. Uh, one, not only nearly killing somebody, it's just the idea that something like this can happen. Going down the wrong way, two so in the morning. But then again, two or so in the morning, does anybody really know after they've been drinking where they're at? You have an Uber, you got a Lyft, you got something. And I'm going to keep preaching that to the choir. You have an Uber or a Lyft and just something, call your mom, your dad, your boss. How many times have I mentioned that before in the past? And yet it just seems to just fall on really death's ear. All right, you're listening to Distracted Drivers, Busted.com, the podcast show. Well, there's three young girls that now are motherless. And the dad... Well, gonna spend some time in jail. You're listening to DistractedDriversBusted.com. We'll be back right after this. You're listening to the DistractedDrivers.com podcast. We'll be right back. Wake up and text. Text and eat. Text and meet up with a friend you haven't seen in forever. Hi. Oh, hey. Text and complain that they're on their phone the whole time. Uh, Text and listen to them complain that you're on your phone the whole time. Uh, Text and whatever. But when you get behind the wheel, give your phone to a passenger. Put it in the glove box. Just don't text and drive. Visit StopTextsStopRex.org. A message from NHTSA and the Ad Council. Papa, why can't we telegraph while riding a horse? Son, there ain't no one to blame but Jeffro. He was riding old Betsy the Stallion, tip-tapping away at his telegraph, when blam, ran right into the side of the saloon. Well, if Jeffro can't do it, neither should you. Don't text and drive. Visit StopTextStopRex.org. A message brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration, Project Yellow Light, and the Ad Council. Neil Armstrong waited six hours and 39 minutes to step onto the surface of the moon. Jackie Robinson waited 20 months to play his first game with the Brooklyn Dodgers. And even DiCaprio had to wait 22 years to win an Oscar. You can wait until your destination. Don't text and drive. Visit StopTextStopRex.org. A message brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration, Project Yellow Light, and the Ad Council. 
Now, back to the DistractedDrivers.com podcast. All right, welcome back to DistractedDriversBusted.com podcast show. I am your host, Howard Drescher, the creator of DistractedDriversBusted.com, and of course, now this podcast show. You can follow me on Twitter at DistractedDBTV, at DistractedDBTV, and of course, on Facebook, DistractedDB. You can get the shows on iTunes, Spotify, iHeartRadio, and Google Podcasts, and Amazon. Just type in the keyword DistractedDB, and you can only not, and you can also get all my past previous shows that I've done before in the past, I should say. And there's eight years worth of shows. Uh, I started doing this, these shows, probably what, 2013, around 12 or 13, 2012 or 2013, something like that. Um, and surprisingly, uh, I think I've done a good job with some of these shows. Uh, if anything, I've cut down on my errors on the show, but hey, that's just me. All right, so you're listening to DistractedDriversBusted.com, the podcast show. Um, okay, so here's a story that I got from KTLA Channel 5 here in Los Angeles, and I appreciate them for allowing me to use the sound. But there's some little girls now who no longer have a mother due to the fact that when they were coming back from a graduation party, uh, probably for a friend or someone, they... You know, they, they piled in the car, and on their way home, the dad, I'm going to guess, allegedly had too much to drink. And it didn't really turn out very well out there in Porter Ranch, and he got into a crash. And the vehicle caught on fire right away and managed to get one or two, three of the daughters out. But unfortunately, the mother... And his wife didn't make it. And again, here's a story from KTLA Channel 5 out here in Los Angeles. And I appreciate them for allowing me to use the sound. That's right. Three young girls will be raised without their mother after she was killed in a DUI crash. Authorities say the father was behind the wheel. Tonight, the family too distraught to go on camera. Dash cam video captures the horrifying moments. The driver of a white Lexus veers off the highway into the right shoulder, slams into a highway sign before going airborne onto the embankment. The car quickly catches fire soon after. The solo vehicle accident happened on the westbound 118 freeway Thursday before midnight in Porter Ranch. Trapped inside a family of five going home from a graduation party. There's a family of five inside the vehicle as it caught fire. LAPD Metro officers on their way home witnessed the collision. And they helped pull people out of the vehicle. Unfortunately, the flames became very intense. Authorities say the driver of the vehicle, David Cohen of Northridge, was able to get himself and one of his children out of the burning car. First responders got two other kids out safely, but their mother, 31-year-old Xiomara Cohen, could not be extricated in time and died at the scene. Making the tragedy even worse, authorities would later discover that the father was allegedly driving under the influence and arrested on suspicion of DUI. The children, three girls ranging in age from four months to nine years old, were taken to the hospital with non-life-threatening injuries. Authorities say the chaos from the original crash led to an unrelated collision involving three other cars. And the three young girls have been released to other family members. 
The father is in jail tonight on $2 million bond. Reporting live, Carlos Salcedo, KTLA 5 News. Again, I want to thank KTLA Channel 5 for allowing me to use the sound. Three young girls no longer have a mother. They're possibly going to lose the father. He's in jail with about $2 million bail. Why? Why was he driving the car? Why was he behind the wheel after having some drinks? They have Uber. They have Lyft. Call a friend. Call a cab. Call someone. Call your boss. I don't care. Wake his ass up. Wake her ass up. Get somebody out there. There is no reason for somebody to get behind the wheel, especially when they got kids in the car and his wife is in the car and you end up doing something so stupid. This is the kind of person that I think that needs to be locked up in jail and throw away the freaking keys. I don't care. I am so tired of hearing about victims and their families and their mother or their father are the ones that are contributing to the drama and the trauma that is actually happening. And the parent ends up losing their life. And the other one ends up going to jail for a long period of time. Why does this stuff still continue to happen? And why aren't we putting more charges and putting stronger restrictions and stronger laws to use? Because we're pansies. We're wimps. Oh, I don't want to hurt their feelings. Oh, I don't want to do this. That's not right. They have rights. Well, what about the right of that mother who just died? What about the rights of those kids who now lost their mother? What about the rights of them? Forget him. He chose a path to go down. And it was the wrong path. You come to a, a, a fork in the road. Do I go left or do I go right? Well, he went the wrong way and went left. And he ended up getting into a crash. And for that, there's three young girls without a mother. And they might possibly, might just possibly end up Losing their dad. Tragedy. It's around 24 hours a day if you're looking. Even if you're not looking, you can find it. You're listening to DistractedDriversBuster.com, the podcast show. We'll be back right after this. You're listening to the DistractedDrivers.com podcast. We'll be right back. Wake up and text. Text and eat. Text and meet up with a friend you haven't seen in forever. Hi. Oh, hey. Text and complain that they're on their phone the whole time. Text and listen to them complain that you're on your phone the whole time. Text and whatever. But when you get behind the wheel, give your phone to a passenger. Put it in the glove box. Just don't text and drive. Visit StopTextsStopRex.org. A message from NHTSA and the Ad Council. Papa, why can't we telegraph while riding a horse? Son, there ain't no one to blame but Jeffro. 
He was riding old Betsy the Stallion, tip-tapping away at his telegraph, when blam, ran right into the side of the saloon. Well, if Jeffro can't do it, neither should you. Don't text and drive. Visit StopTextStopRex.org. A message brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration, Project Yellow Light, and the Ad Council. Neil Armstrong waited six hours and 39 minutes to step onto the surface of the moon. Jackie Robinson waited 20 months to play his first game with the Brooklyn Dodgers. And even DiCaprio had to wait 22 years to win an Oscar. You can wait until your destination. Don't text and drive. Visit StopTextStopRex.org. A message brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration, Project Yellow Light, and the Ad Council. Now, back to the DistractedDrivers.com podcast. All right, welcome back to DistractedDriversBuster.com, the podcast show. I am your host, Howard Dresser, the creator of DistractedDriversBuster.com, and of course now this podcast show. You can follow me on Twitter at DistractedDBTV, at DistractedDBTV, and of course on Facebook, DistractedDB, and you can get the shows on iTunes, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Google Podcasts, and now Amazon. Just type in the keyword Distracted DB, and you can get all the past shows there. Okay, so here we are. Here we are. I think May was the month of motorcycle riders, right? I'm going to guess, but in my opinion, again, again, this is just my opinion, motorcycles should be, motorcycle month should actually be 12 months a year out here in California, probably Arizona, Nevada, you know, and basically anywhere. I've seen people when I was a kid, I told you this a couple months ago when I talked about this, um, that when I was a kid uh, in wintertime in upstate New York, I used to see people still ride motorcycles uh, in the middle of a snow-filled street. Uh, Obviously, they were plowed, but you have that half inch to an inch and a half two inches of packed snow on there. And, uh, you know, most cars back in the East Coast, when, when they're in the snow belt area like that, they have studded tires. I think the motorcycles riders had studded tires too. Don't correct, I mean, don't get me wrong. I may have been wrong on that. I was just a kid, so I'm going to chalk it up to that if I'm wrong. But uh, motorcycles, 24 or 12 months out of the year should be Motorcycle Awareness Month, not just the month of May. And unfortunately, uh, up in San Francisco, there's a young man who lost his life. He was maybe 2 or 3 o'clock in the morning. I don't know if he was going to work or heading home, but there was a DUI crash, and he was trying to avoid it, and... In the process of avoiding it, he kind of lost control and hit one of those um, guardrail, stone guardrails, I believe it was, and he flipped over that and fell to onto the freeway below him and actually landed on a car, and I think he bounced off of that onto the road and somebody else hit him. Well, here's a story that I got from WKTU. I'm sorry. W, I'm sorry. KT, 
be you. I knew I was going to mess that up, and I just talked earlier about not messing anything up. It's KTVU, and they're up in San Francisco, and I definitely apologize, and I do appreciate you for allowing me to use the sound. Motorcyclist died early this morning after a chain reaction crash at a busy San Francisco freeway interchange, and two drivers were arrested for DUI. Our crime reporter, Henry Lee, joining us now with more on exactly what happened. Henry? Alex, this biker was just trying to avoid another crash in the dark and ended up losing his life. A series of incidents on a San Francisco freeway interchange led to the death of a motorcycle rider and the arrest of two drivers for DUI. It began at about 3.30 in the morning. The driver of a Nissan, who the CHP says was drunk, spun out on the elevated curve ramp connecting southbound 101 to eastbound 80. The vehicle's blocking one of the traffic lanes. A witness called 911, but before officers arrived... A motorcyclist um, approached the Nissan um, and ended up losing control while trying to avoid a collision. But in trying not to hit the disabled Nissan, tragedy struck. My assumption is he swerved to the right um, and collided with the wall on the right, which then caused him to be thrown over the wall on the right side. The biker fell about 40 to 50 feet onto a Honda traveling on the ramp connecting westbound 80 to southbound 101. The Honda stopped, and the motorcyclist ended up on the pavement. The motorcyclist is believed to have been struck by at least one, uh, possibly more vehicles, while he was laying on the pavement. But it wasn't over. A Subaru, whose driver, according to the CHP, was also drunk, rear-ended the Honda. The motorcyclist, a man in his 30s, died. A tow truck removed the Honda from the scene. The Honda driver suffered minor injuries. The drivers of the Nissan that spun out and the Subaru were both arrested on suspicion of DUI. Their arrests, a reminder of the dangers of driving while intoxicated and the fact that you can be arrested even when you weren't pulled over in the first place. The CHP says they make DUI arrests at all times of the day, not just before dawn. Day and night, uh, every day of the week. This crash investigation continues. The CHP is asking any witnesses to this chain reaction tragedy to give them a call. Reporting live, Henry Lee, KTVU, Fox 2 News. A tragic turn of events this morning. Henry, thank you. All right, and again, that was KT, KTVU, and I appreciate them for allowing me to sound. And I'm sorry, I messed up your name. Um, so, like I said, 24 or 12 months out of the year, you know, 24 hours a day, we need protection. You know, motorcyclists, you need to look for them. And the motorcycle riders, they need to look for other people as well. Because that's a tra tragedy in itself. Now, again, the motorcycle rider didn't do anything really wrong. He just slowed down and, and, and veered a little bit too hard to the left or too hard to the right to avoid the collision that was in front of him. And unfortunately, he lost his life. And, you know, it, it, it's, it's just really bad when this, that an innocent person loses their life. It's, a, it's a sad when anybody loses their life like that, but really bad when somebody just minding their own business, going to work or coming home, and he just tries to avoid something else that was already a, a, a disaster, a dangerous situation, tried to avoid it. And what ended up happening, he ends up losing his life. And that, to me, is a total tragedy. All right, you're listening to uh, DistractedDriversBusted.com, the podcast show. Uh, real quick, um, just to give you guys some heads up, 
for those that didn't know uh, that, you know, I do post my shows again on iTunes, Spotify, iHeartRadio, and uh, Google Podcast and Amazon. I happen to notice uh, probably a couple of weeks ago that when I post them on, they also go on a YouTube channel. And honestly, if you go to YouTube and just type in Distracted DB, uh, they'll come up. The weird thing is, I YouTube only allows me to post one a week. So when I do two shows back to back, some reason they don't post up there. I know I can copy a link and then manually post it up there. Um, I'm going to have to go back in time and figure out exactly how to do that. Uh, just get with one of my workers that kind of know the ins and outs of the technology that we are faced with ourselves, that we are faced with right now, that I may not have the total answers on everything. But I can tell you this. I hope there's a day, I really do, when people won't be texting and driving. Although I don't see that that's happening due to the fact that when I drive to work, um, quite honestly, I saw just today alone, just today alone, I seen at least six different people holding their cell phones up to the face as they're driving, looking around, I guess, to make sure no cops will see them, nobody will do anything wrong, whatever the case might be. I'm not really sure. It's a tragedy. And I promise that I will try to go out and get some guests. That's my promise to you guys. I know there's a couple people that I have in mind. I just got to reach back out to them and hopefully that I will be able to make the connection with them. All right, you're listening to DistractedDriversBusted.com, the podcast show. I want to thank each and every one of you personally. Thank you for listening. Until then, be safe.